All right, this is the Saucer Life feedback, um, listener feedback episode for our Eisenhower at Edwards Air Force Base episode. We will start off with Black Wolf on uh, Patreon, who observes that understanding-ism and love-ism don't get enough play these days. Absolutely, absolutely not. Out of all the isms out there in the intellectual um, sphere, I think understanding-ism might be my favorite. The Saucer Karen asks, has anyone ever addressed how the Eisenhower slash alien treaty could even be a thing? I do not think anyone would claim that Biden could consent to me even getting a treatment for poison oak. Aren't treaties legal documents? How can such a thing have any basis in law? Yeah, in government class or civics class or somewhere along the line, we learn that in the United States, treaties have to be ratified by a vote um, of the U.S. Senate. And so this alien treaty is an intriguing thing from a legal perspective. So I looked into this a little bit. Now, Michael Sala has perhaps the most comprehensively inclusive narrative, which tries to weave together every aspect um, of this. And he, and he's a political scientist, doesn't go into the legality of the treaty. He does put it in quotes, the word treaty in quotes once, but that's the only clue that it might not be a treaty in the fully legal ratified by the Senate sense. But then I was, I was doing some looking around and I came across an article on the Lawfare blog. So ever since 1950, federal law has required that the State Department publishes an official compilation called the United States Treaties and Other International Agreements, which mandates that this compilation include the text of all treaties and all international agreements other than treaties to which the United States is a party. But it's never been fully comprehensive. Part of the reason is because one U.S. Code uh, 112A-B, which provides or allows for the Secretary of State to withhold from publication certain categories of agreements that are not treaties as long as, quote, the public interest is insufficient to justify their publication. And one of the explanations under the law for this would be that, quote, the public disclosure of the text of the agreement would, in the opinion of the president, be prejudicial to the national security of the United States. So it is entirely possible that there is a treaty out there or multiple treaties or international agreements that we don't know anything about. Now, next, we've got the sort of distinction between a treaty and an international agreement. And there are some cases in which the president can use executive authority to you know, enter into international agreements without some of the, I was going to say, hoops to jump through of ratification by the Senate, not to dismiss the checks and balances of a functioning government as loopholes or hoops, rather. But um, I like to think in, in truly conspiratorial fashion that this treaty was ratified in the mid-50s by a secret vote of the Senate that they all had to keep quiet about on pain of death, sort of Nassara style. So that's my opinion of that. I, I think it is there is a legal possibility there could be an international agreement or interplanetary agreement we are not privy to, uh, but I prefer to believe that everybody voted in secret and never, ever, ever told anybody. Laura says, great episode, classic UFO history that starts with telepathy, a good smattering of political conspiracy, several telephone-like retellings, and dental work. You can't make this stuff up, except I guess you can. I'm just wondering what the cover story was for the treaty with the Greys, since there was this elaborate one for the failed Nordic meetup. That's a good question. I only ever hear of a 
a, a, a cover up or a cover story or, or fake dental work or something like it with this Edwards story, not the later, I don't know what was Holloman Air Force Base with the, uh, with the, 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 the grays since the Nordic one didn't work out. Yeah. I, I think, I think by that point, nobody was coming up with cover stories. I don't know, but it is strange. I never really thought of it that way. Uh, Steve emails uh, with a theory about Ike meets Alf. He says, Ike leaves the presidency and warns of the danger of the military-industrial complex. Stan Lee invents Iron Man in response to Ike's comments about the military-industrial complex. Iron Man has a lot of high-tech equipment that humans do not have the capability to create. Thus, Stan Lee must have met with the aliens and seen their technology, creating Iron Man as a pro-alien propaganda comic. Steve, I like it. I think it makes as much sense as anything else. And finally, Brian emails in to say, really enjoyed the recent episode. I think of all the claims and assertions made by various people that you went over, the detail I found the hardest to believe is that any university would have ever hired Michael Sala as a professor. I mean, maybe a clown college. I'm sorry, but it stretches believability literally to the breaking point. And I have to call BS on the entire Eisenhower at Edwards fairy tale. Well, there is a, a sort of track record of um, credentialed academics getting involved in some of this UFO stuff um, to, I don't know, maybe in my opinion, maybe it's just my opinion, the, the detriment of their, um, of their institutions of higher learning. You've got Michael Sala at American University. You, you had David Jacobs and his uh, somewhat sometimes unsavory um, abduction regression stuff when he was at uh, Temple University in Philadelphia. And who can forget back in 1996 and 1997, Courtney Brown of Emory University and um, his remote viewing of the Hale-Bopp Companion. Oh, oh, it's the 25th anniversary of the whole Hale-Bopp thing this year, isn't it? Shoot, I'm going to have to have a Hale-Bopp episode, I guess. All right. Thank you uh, for getting in touch. Uh, remember, no new episode next week. There's going to be a little something, little treat for you in the feed, but um, no new episode next week. And then we are going to return with uh, Bill Moore at that MUFON conference where he caused some trouble. Thanks a lot. Uh, enjoy your June. <laughs>